At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on v the sports betting network. The Warriors just couldn't play along and give us our Father's Day Game 7, could they? No, but congratulations to Golden State on their fourth NBA title in the last eight seasons. We will discuss that game as well as the NHL Stanley Cup Final Game 2 coming up tomorrow. Plenty of MLB action, including a game I am sweating right now, um, which we will see how that one plays out in the Cubs and Braves in the coming moments as we are in the top of the ninth. Adam Burke, VEASAN betting analyst, will join us in studio for the first half hour today. We'll also hear from Jeff Ulrich betting and fantasy analyst over at DraftKings. And as always on a Friday, Chrissy Andrews, our favorite from the South Point Sportsbook, stops by midway through. But let's jump right in with our top five news and notes, odds and updates that you need to know as bettors. That starts with number one with Golden State downing those Celtics 103 to 90 yesterday, cashing as a plus 150 money line dog in game six. Warriors in six tickets, five to one coming home, as well as the largest lead prop going over yet again with the dubs up as many as 22, despite starting the game in a 12 point hole. The one knock on Steph Curry, we know for his career resume, no finals MVP. Well, he gets it. Steph was unbettable in the market going into last night at minus 320. So hopefully you got the plus money when it was available. If you had the Warriors winning, Curry led all players in the set, averaging more than 31 points per game and closed out game six with 34 points and six made triples for the Jalen Brown led the way with 34 points on the night, but nowhere near enough to overcome 23 team turnovers and a bad day to have a bad day for Jason Tatum, who had just 13 points and coughed up the ball five of those 23 times. Number two, looking at it next year, though, the Warriors open as your 2022-23 NBA title favorites to repeat their tied on the odds board 
with the Celtics, LA Clippers, and Nets, all at 6-1 on DraftKings to win the title next year. The Milwaukee Bucks and Phoenix Suns not too far behind, rounding out the teams with single-digit odds at plus 750 and 9-1, respectively. Some big-name free agents on the market, though, this offseason that may shake up those title odds as we go. Number three in today's top five, the Philadelphia Flyers have named John Tortorella as their next head coach. Torts replaces Elaine Vigneault, who was fired after just 22 games for the Flyers this past season. In 20 years as a head man, Tortorella has a Stanley Cup ring and is one of just five coaches to ever win the Jack Adams Award twice, but most recently makes his return to the bench after being a broadcast analyst with ESPN. There's no odds up as of right now for next year's Stanley Cup final because we have one in progress, as we know, uh, but the Cup odds will most almost certainly be very long for Philadelphia, who finished 2022 last in the Metropolitan Division with just 25 wins overall in the year. Cashier Phil Mickelson to miss the cut tickets, shooting an 11 over for the first two days of the U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline. Current leaders Joel Damon at five under, followed close behind by Colin Morikawa and David Lingmurth, as well as Brian Harmon, all at four under. Morikawa, who was available at 30 to one pre-flop for the tournament, now your shortest shot live at four to one. And we will round things out with. A game I just told you I was sweating in Atlanta and the Chicago Cubs going head to head. It was the MLB's hottest streak with the Braves winning 14 straight against the Cubs who had lost 10 in a row. And the Cubbies finally got their first win. one nothing, which not only makes me very emotional and upset, but our guest to start out the show, Adam Burke, who had the over, I know, a one nothing final is not what we're looking for, is it, Adam? No, not exactly. Uh, I wish I had known that 12 of the first 18 outs in this game would have been strikeouts because aye, then aye, I would aye. have definitely stayed off the over for this one. But in this game, I mean, 21 strikeouts between the two teams. It felt like neither team really wanted to be there for this day game, honestly. But uh, the Cubs end that streak, I guess, and the Braves will try to start a new one tomorrow. And during this streak, though, I was looking into some of the numbers and pretty stark contrast. I've I've been riding the Brave streak for the last six or so games. It 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 has done very well for me, so I can't be too mad at Atlanta today. But it was pretty interesting. The Braves' run differential coming into this one was plus sixty over this streak. Their ERA two seven two, which clearly not affected all that much with just the one run here late in this game. The Cubs were minus sixty with an eight point zero seven ERA as a team. Twenty three home runs allowed, just nine four. So uh, a Big win for Chicago to finally get back in the win column against a team that's been hot. Yeah, and in that series against the Padres where the Cubs just got swept in four games, they gave up 30 runs in the bullpen alone. So, mm. you know, to only to pitch a shutout today against the Braves offense that was really, really on fire. Very impressive performance from the Cubs. But real quick, I mean, during that stretch that Atlanta won 14 in a row, they played, they they started their win streak against Arizona. That was the last game of that series. They actually lost two or three in that one. Swept Colorado, swept Oakland for two, Pittsburgh for four. Washington for three they played a lot of nobodies and I think mm -hmm. that we can kind of play on this whole streak angle over the next little while because the really bad teams are really really bad for a reason and one of those primary reasons is depth and this is the time of the year where depth is really important you don't have a lot of off days relievers are getting tired starters are getting tired and these teams that don't have depth end up being really really bad the Cubs are a team that doesn't have a lot of depth they're pretty bad Oakland another team that's lost a ton here of late they're a very bad team so I think the idea of playing on a streak, you were definitely on the right track with that. It was going to come to an end at some mm -hmm. point. It happened to be today. But I think that we can fade a lot of those bad teams and also pick out the teams that are playing weak schedules 
and really play on them a lot at this time of the year. Yeah, and for this Braves team, I think it was important for them to take advantage of this part of the bad schedule while they could because they do have the Giants and Dodgers upcoming in their next two series once they wrap things up with the Cubs. So uh, big for them to at least have what they had on the streak because before it, they were three games under 500, now 10 games over. So good for them in that respect. We will talk plenty more Major League Baseball a little bit later here in the show. Adam, of course, co-host of The Run Line here on VEASAN from 8 to 10 Eastern every Sunday. And I know you have some good bets today and you've been crushing it with the daily article nine and three over your last six days. So let's keep it rolling. Um, but we have to talk, of course, some reaction to last night's NBA finals game. The Warriors come through win in six. I know it was a bad loss here at Circa. Mike Palm called it Super Bowl-esque, the liability that they had, which is pretty big. Um, but good for Golden State getting it done. The public won this one while the Sharps did not. Yeah, for sure. And, and look, I mean, you know, the NBA... The supporting cast matters, but it is a star-driven league, as we know. And Boston's star in this series wasn't very good. Jason Tatum shot under 37% from the floor. He had 23 turnovers. You know, it was just one of those series where he didn't play particularly well, and he needed to because, you know, Jalen Brown picked up the slack, but a lot of the other supporting cast guys were kind of in and out. You know, they weren't very consistent throughout the course of the series. And give credit to Golden State. They made some really smart defensive adjustments early on in the series. You look at the three closeout games for them. They held Boston under 100 points in all three of them. Golden State did what they had to do. It wasn't necessarily pretty. It wasn't overly flashy. It was a very workmanlike performance from them, which is generally not what we've seen in their previous championships where they just kind of out-talented everybody. But, you know, you give them credit. They uh, they got it done. And, you know, it, it makes me kind of wonder about, you know, what we do going into next season because now Steph Curry is a year older. Klay Thompson didn't look any good at all in this series. Draymond Green, you know, still a very big defensive presence, but we know offensively he lives a lot. Hey, to he went off with two three-pointers last night. We can't diss Draymond for that one. What That's are the odds true. on two threes for Draymond Green? I don't know. And then I saw the heat check <laughs> attempt that was nowhere close to. But, you know, I think it's really interesting. You brought up the NBA finals odds for 20 or the NBA championship odds for 2023. And you know, the Warriors and the Celtics up there, probably deservedly so for Boston. I don't know about Golden State, though. This kind of felt like almost kind of the end of this dynasty chapter for them where they just wanted to finish it with an exclamation point. And now we'll kind of see what happens with them going forward. But also the Clippers and the Nets, you know, two teams that dealt with a ton of injuries here this season that we would expect to be a lot better next year. But for me, just in general, and I don't know your thoughts about betting into the futures market. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily looking to pick the winner. I just want something where I can get a lot of line equity out of it, get a team to the playoffs, start hedging at that point. So I wouldn't even look at anything under you know 30 to one or anything like that in the NBA market. Give me an upstart team like a Minnesota, like a Cleveland, somebody like that at you know 55 or Cleveland's even 100 to one at DraftKings. Give me teams like that mm -hmm. that if they can get into the playoffs, then I can you know, then I have a big ticket that's gained equity. And you and can, I can get do something you with. can get creative. Right. You can do what you need to do there. Yeah, I like that. Because otherwise, if well. you bet six to one, you pretty much have to pick the winner. I feel like, and that's hard yeah. to do. You know, the one thing that. I didn't like, um, and, and it it's always fun, I feel like, when you see a team win an NBA title or a title in any sport in general. You see the emotion and Steph Curry crying. He finally gets his first finals MVP honor. But the statement in his post-game interview where he said no one expected us to be here when they were a team that was fourth on the odds board, clearly plenty enough people thought that they would be in that spot. They were a 10-to-1 shot going into the year. Um, a lot of respect for what they have done to come back from two years ago when they were just a 15-win team and they didn't have Steph available and they didn't have Clay available. But coming into this year, I mean, people knew that they were going to get their talent out there. 
Um, and so I, I don't know. I just don't like those types of comments. I was a little bit frustrated afterwards. I audibly laughed when I heard Steph Curry say that post game. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, it, it's something more like, you know, the Phoenix Suns from a couple of years ago, like them making an NBA finals run. They weren't expected to be there. They had talent. We knew that, yeah. but they put it all together at the right time. But yeah, this whole nobody expected us to be here. Nobody believed in us thing. Why do that, so? I don't. It why do so in, many teams take that narrative? I, it's like I hear it. I hear it after every anybody wins anything now, and it's great when it's true. But I feel like a lot of these guys know it's not. You know. Right. Well, I, I mean, I, I can't wait for you know the winner of the Stanley Cup final to be like, well, nobody expected us to be here, <laughs> even though it's probably the two best teams in the NHL. Absolutely, the team that's coming back trying to win a third straight in Colorado, who the shortest odds you could have gotten for them all year was plus six fifty. So. Yes, um, I'm sure that we'll hear some of those things, though, because it's just inevitable. It's just what we do, what we hear. Um, what do you think that means, real quickly, as we wrap things up here in the opening block for Steph Curry and his legacy moving forward? Well, as you said, I mean, he you know, got that MVP, and it was one of those things where, in the previous ones, I mean, Golden State had really good rosters. You know, Obviously, they had a lot of talent surrounding him. This year, it felt like he kind of carried them throughout most of the playoffs up until Andrew Wiggins showed up. So, you know, I, I think that uh, he absolutely earned this one. It was... Dare I say, kind of the LeBron-esque type of performance where he just kind of carries and elevates everybody else. Yeah, no, really happy for Steph to finally get that. And um, like we said, for them overcoming what they have over the last two years for the Celtics, um, you have to obviously give credit where credit is due for the season that they had back in January being sub-500 to going on and making a run for an and NBA I'm, title. And I'm sure our producer Steph loves hearing all I'm this. sorry, the Steph, but they're going to be intact going into next year. You got to love what's coming back. Don't forget, we've got this show as well as every VEASAN show now available in podcast form. Download and subscribe on your own time so you can listen anywhere, any place. We're going to step aside real quick, but Adam's coming back. We will discuss his plays in the NHL Stanley Cup final and get some more Major League Baseball talk. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com and check out our current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, just another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com vcin.com slash splits welcome back into my guys in the desert stormy bond and tony alongside adam burke vcin betting analyst great daily mlb articles at vcin.com co-host of the run line 8 to 10 eastern on sundays holding it down and what's great about having adam on is that he can talk about literally anything which is tremendous and so um, i know yesterday when we were on odds on together with mike palm we got into a little bit of the nhl stanley cup final conversation game two on the way coming up tomorrow night and What's your general feel right now for Tampa and their potential to bounce back off of an opening game loss where they did rally and make it a game late? Yeah, and I think it's important. I mean, they got off to a bad start in the first period, an uncharacteristically bad start, as you talked about yesterday when we were doing that segment together, where not only did they not play well and they didn't really have their legs, but Andre Vasilevsky looked very shaky. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just not the norm for him. That's completely out of character for him. I think this game tightens up quite a bit in game two, and I think Tampa Bay – buttons up a lot of their issues as well because the biggest thing I think for them and there's really no way to practice this it's something that you can't prepare for in the game of hockey is your opponent's speed mm -hmm. it's very very hard to try and plan for that and Tampa Bay was caught off guard by Colorado's speed which is kind of crazy to say because we all know how talented the avalanche are but they couldn't get up to game speed in this one and maybe it has to do with some of their previous opponents or something like that they couldn't get out of their own zone fast enough. They had no transition game to speak of whatsoever. They couldn't establish the offensive zone as a result. I think the message from John Cooper is going to be, boys, we got to get out of the zone quick. Mm -hmm. We got There's no taking your time. Get the puck up the boards. Centers come and help out. Wingers come and help out. They're going to have to play a 200-foot game by getting the puck out of their own zone and down the ice. And I think that's what they're going to do, and I think that they'll probably try as well to take away Colorado's speed on the rush just so that maybe they can get set back up in the mm -hmm. defensive zone. So I think the plan for John Cooper is going to be to try and really clog this game up, maybe get his team to play a little bit more physical, kind of get back to the old school brand of playoff hockey, kind of not the playoff hockey we've seen so far in this postseason. And Colorado is one of those teams that can run you down a little bit, so you need that sustained offensive zone time so that you don't have to be in a track meet with them throughout the course of a 60-minute game. You mentioned Andre Vasilevsky, and what's crazy to me about his start is he allowed as many goals on 15 shots on net in this game to start out game one as he did the previous three games against the New York Rangers to close out that series. And you look into some of his numbers, game ones just haven't been his best in the postseason. 3.99 goals against and an 8.84 save percentage, but games two through seven, the rest of the way, he's been 11 and three with a 1.90 goals against average 9.39 save percentage. I think he's someone too specifically that he wasn't anticipating necessarily the way that these shots would be coming from Colorado. And they know, they know the, the, the stats on where he's less effective at and taking advantage of that when they can as well. Right. And, and I think, uh, you know, a big thing probably is that, you know, for Colorado having such a long layoff, they probably expected to play Tampa Bay. I would think they mm -hmm. probably spent a little bit more time prepping for the lightning. So, you know, they, took that downtime and just figured out all the little ways, the nuances that they could exploit with this Tampa Bay team. And there really aren't a lot of them, but I also think too, and you know, we talked about this yesterday with regards to Braden point, getting back in the lineup, you know, Tampa Bay had a layoff of their own as well that nobody's really talking about because Colorado's was longer, but getting a player like Braden point who plays 
on special teams, who's such a big part of the five-on-five picture, he didn't look like he was fully assimilated back into the game. And I think that kind of hurt Tampa Bay's mm-hmm. flow a little bit. In game two, I think he should be better. That's something that John Cooper can also adjust. One of the things I like about, you know, I know people talk about the zigzag theory in the NBA and this and that, but for Colorado, outside of what you talked about yesterday of them keeping their foot on the gas pedal, there probably aren't a ton of adjustments that they need to make. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay has a lot of adjustments to make. So Tampa Bay will do that pregame. Colorado may be trying to do it in-game. I don't think Tampa Bay is a bad bet here for game two, and and I also like the under six in this one because I think the game – does tighten up, and, and Vasilevsky has to play better than he did. That is very much so my thinking going into mar- to tomorrow, and I was contemplating even maybe this is a good spot to buy in on Tampa at the series price at the plus 230 with the expectation and belief that they can bounce back and win tomorrow. That's probably going to be one of the best numbers that you could get on Tampa in the series, um, unless Colorado does go ahead and win tomorrow. But thought on Braden Point, of course he was going to look a little bit rusty, mm-hmm. right? The last game that he had played going into game one was game seven of that opening round series against Toronto, which was more than a month ago, which is hard to believe that it's been that long since he's had meaningful minutes and he wasn't doing his normal um, work in the face-off, for example, that we would typically see him do. He just wasn't playing at his normal pace. He was noticeable, but not himself. And so we'll see if he gets a little bit closer to that. Let's turn our attention. I do want to ask real quick, and I don't know if you were exposed to this at all, you know, working for the Golden Knights, if anybody talked about it or anything like that, but, you know, the elevation factor the altitude Mm -hmm. factor here where they got two days off between games they didn't have to turn around and play you know one day off next day on you know maybe that was something that kind of slowed Tampa Bay down a little bit trying to get up to speed in that game so maybe that's something because you know I mean you've been playing on the east coast because you've been playing the eastern conference playoffs you know then you go out to Denver maybe that's something that hurts Colorado when this series goes back to hot and humid Tampa Mm -hmm. where you know maybe if Tampa Bay wins tonight they go ahead and win game three too so if you take the plus 230 for you know the series, you may be able to get Colorado as a dog after game three, something like that. But you know, I just wonder if, if you think the elevation maybe played any part. I think so, but I don't know if that's just because I'm a baby and I get headaches in thin air <laughs> myself. Um, but no, I think that that is a very real thing. And if you're not accustomed to it, it does take that little extra to get up to speed quicker. And now that they've been there for a few days, they're more acclimated. And we'll see how it goes for Tampa here coming in, in game two tomorrow. Wanted to talk some Major League Baseball with you for the second half here of the segment. Uh, Adam Burke, of course, a top MLB analyst here at VEASAN. One of the bets that you really like today is in that Giants-Pirates game. What are you looking at? Well, I'm hoping that's a one nothing game like this over that I had earlier today <laughs> was. But uh, the, this Giants and Padres matchup. So you got Carlos Rodon going for the Giants tonight. Zach Thompson going for the Pirates. And Zach Thompson's a guy whose numbers aren't going to jump off the page to you. But he, it's because he gave up 21 runs in his first 14 and a third innings. He's only allowed nine runs in his last 35 and two-thirds. So the Pirates have made some big adjustments with him. He's throwing his curveball more. He's throwing his four-seam fastball up in the zone more. He's been kind of using the sinker off the curveball. They've been making some good adjustments with him throughout the course of the season. And those are things that I look for, you know, because I think that those are things that kind of slip past the market in a lot of ways to make a average to below average pitcher you know, look a little bit better as the season goes along. So I think Thompson's a guy that I am trying to back a little bit here. Also, the Pirates have the third highest strikeout rate in Major League Baseball against lefties. And Carlos Rodon strikes out almost 31% of opposing batters. So he's a guy that can kind of shield the fact that the Giants aren't overly good on defense because he doesn't allow a lot of balls in play. I do like these two bullpens. PNC Park typically suppresses offense. 
So I went ahead and took the under eight in this one at minus 105. And like I said, I'll, I'll hope it's a one nothing game like the over I bet earlier. I think I think that we're in for a treat, especially, I mean, last game, I got to tell you, I'm still a little bit bitter at the Giants here. I had a tremendous parlay going the other day. And then they go ahead and lose 3-2 to the Royals, to the Royals. which makes me... But speaking of the Royals, they are in action today against the Oakland A's. Not every day you see Oakland a minus 160 favorite. What's happening here? Yeah, I mean, this is a huge number with Frankie Montas on the mound for the A's. And and Frankie Montas, for however long he's going to be with Oakland, will continue to be a very, very good pitcher for them. But he's going to be the most sought-after starting pitcher in the trade market uh, based on the season that he's having so far. But this is one of those numbers that it really catches your eye because – Oakland is terrible. I mean, they are 22 and 43 minus 91 in run differential. They're only scoring about two and a half runs per game at home. And here they are laying a dollar 65. And I probably would have been on Oakland if Zach Granke was coming back to make this start for the Royals. Looks like it'll be Daniel Lynch here in this one though. But these are two of the worst bets you could make all season long. And one of them is a dollar 65 favorite here. That says a lot to me, not only about the market's view of Frankie Montas, but also the market's view of the lowly Kansas City Royals. Gosh, even look at those records. KC 21 and 41, Oakland 22 and 43. It really is a battle of the worst. One last game I want to touch on real quickly. Yankees, Blue Jays, New York on a seven-game win streak. They've won 14 of their last 15, taking on a Toronto Blue Jays team that just dropped two of four to the Orioles. Any thoughts? Really big series here. Really interesting series, I think, too. And, and I will tease something coming up on the run line here on Sunday that we do a segment called the regression report, kind of looking for teams to either improve or kind of decline a little bit. The Yankees are going to be my negative regression team that I think could decline a little bit. They've won a lot of low-scoring games this year, a lot of one-run games. They're 12-4 and four in games where they've scored either two or three runs. That is completely against how the rest of the league does in those situations. And Ross Stripling's been really good as a starting pitcher here for the Blue Jays. Now, that being said, his last two starts have been against Detroit and Kansas City. So he's really stepping up in class here in this one. So it was a tough handicap for me because I don't know how Stripling will fare in this situation. But I do think the Yankees are as good as they are. They're overperforming right now. Mm -hmm. And at some point, they're going to level off a little bit. And maybe it'll be when they're playing some of these better teams like Toronto. 47 wins already this season. Insane to think about what they have done to this point. Thank you so much. As always, Adam, you're great. Absolutely. Great to be here. Wonderful Friday. We love Adam Fridays. When we come back, I'm going to go through my College World Series bets. And Chris Andrews of the South Point Sportsbook is going to stop by and take us behind the counter. Don't go anywhere. This is my guys in the desert on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert live from downtown Las Vegas. This segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh new way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn's available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six for even more enjoyment. It's simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's ZYN.com, to learn more and find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. Zinn nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Now, 
As you guys know, I have been obsessed with the College World Series, and we are finally underway from Omaha. So an update on what bets I still have live and where my action is today. Currently sweating out this Oklahoma-Texas A&M game. We're rolling with the Sooners. They've got a four-run lead currently in the eighth inning, so let's see if they can hold on. I have a future on Texas at 22-1 to that is still live. UNC's out of there, so I added Stanford at plus 440 instead. Tonight, I'm rolling with Texas as a favorite against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They're throwing their ace today and have the best hitter in baseball in their lineup. And I understand that the Irish are a veteran team. I love a good Cinderella. This group knocked off the top team in the country. They are more than equipped to win games in this College World Series. I just don't like them in the Game 1 matchup tomorrow. I'm on Stanford as a favorite. Minus 125 against Arkansas as well. Their bats have been red hot and they're a group that can hit against anyone. And I'm going with the dog and the Auburn Tigers against Ole Miss tomorrow, as well as the over nine and a half. This early series uh, in the regular season was an offensive slugfest between these two. They combined for 60 runs in the set. So I think that nine and a half just felt a little bit low. We will talk all things behind the book now as we welcome in Chris Andrews, who runs the ship at the South Point Sportsbook. Chris, credit where credit is due, my man. Many of my guys' listener cash and tickets last week in the Belmont Stakes, thanks to you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I wish I just wish I'd have been a little bit more stormy. What can I tell you? It's always that way, though. Isn't that how we always feel? The woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like, it's of course I didn't put as yeah. much as I wanted to on that one. Yeah, I should have tapped out. I didn't do it, but yeah, that's the way it goes. Sometimes it'd be like that. Uh, how did everything go behind the counter yesterday for you guys with the Warriors winning in six the way they did? I feel like that was a pretty pretty public play for Golden State this week. No, you know, everything, it, it's just funny. You never know how these things work out, Stormy. So we, I mean, technically, like the game really was pretty even yesterday. We weren't that, and, you know, the under actually helped a lot. But as we were booking the futures, we got into this series and, uh, we were really, we were in good shape with both teams, but like you, you have the number and somebody comes up and he wanted a big bet on the Celtics. You know, I mean, the number was right. I said, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So all of a sudden we need golden state for the series. Wow. Then as we're booking it, I kind of finagle a little bit with team to win the game, uh, you know, in six, seven, you know, six, five, six, seven games, whatever. Anyway, I had bets, pretty big bets on both teams to win in exactly seven. So both teams. Well, of course, once we got past game five, there's only one way to avoid that, and that's for the Warriors to win game six. So if they win game six, we beat that prop, plus we beat the the the, the series bet, the futures that already been in good shape. So it was like a perfect scenario yesterday, and we, we, we wound up having a hell of a day to make it short. I know, Chris, hearing some of your Super Bowl stories from the past that it doesn't always work out that way, so it's nice when it no. comes in your favor like that, isn't it? <laughs> Believe me, you just take the action and, you know, it, it falls where it falls. And, and, you know, if your numbers are right, you'll be you'll be OK in the long run. But that doesn't mean, you know, today's results going to be OK. Well, believe me, there's plenty of bad days along the way. But uh, this one wound up perfect for us. So, yeah, we, we wound up with a hell of a day. And I was going over the season numbers for the NBA and uh, uh, really like a lot better than, than than you think, because there's plenty of days you remember, like, Oh, geez. I remember we got murdered on this day. We got murdered on that day. But at the end of the year, we wound up okay. That's just that's that's the, the DNA of every bookmaker. We're always supposed to whine, and I'm just uh, <laughs> following through on the tradition. So There you go. Uh, far for the course, as they say. A at what point, though, do you guys put up odds for next year? I feel like that's always a hot ticket. People want to see who's going to be favored where. Uh, I just put them up this morning. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so I got Golden State at 
six to one. The Clippers, I don't know if they're getting so much respect, but I looked around and we're kind of right in the market, seven to one. Celtics eight to one, Nets eight to one, Bucks eight to one, and we start dropping off from there. But uh, you know, I don't know, I'm a little bit conservative when we start out because you never know when a team gets hot at the beginning of the year, or makes a big trade or something like that. So you know, we'll, I, I start out a little conservative, and you know, we can, we'll 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 boost some up and knock some down as the season goes on. But you know, we got a pretty decent, you know, a, a pretty small hold percentage right now, and you know, we'll just kind of see where it goes from there. Well, Golden State wins their fourth title in the last eight seasons. Now that the NBA Finals is over, now I'm, I'm sure that a lot of betters that haven't been getting involved in the Stanley Cup Finals might turn their attention that way. Lightning abs going head-to-head -head for Game 2 coming up tomorrow. Um, how did Game 1 go for you guys, and where do you currently sit on Game 2? Well, Game 1, we did need it under, which we didn't get, but a one-goal victory by the abs was perfect for us, so... Uh, so we did get that, you know, obviously within overtime, uh, today, the money is on the lightning. And the more I thought about it, I could see why, you know, Vasilevsky started out really shaky in the game. That's really out of character for him. And if there is one thing that, that does give the lightning the advantage, besides the fact that they're two time defending champions, it is Vasilevsky. Uh, so I, I thought that the public would come in on the lightning in game two, and they most certainly did. Uh, I thought the season, the series price was going to be a little higher. I actually raised that a little bit today uh, because once again, it's one of those weird situations. We were in good shape with both teams, but somebody made me a big bet on the lightning. Of course we took it. And uh, so now I do need the abs. So right now I'm running this series 275. Tonight's game is 155. It's dropped a little bit. Uh, I think they're going to bet the abs. Um, and I, I'm not sure about the total. I don't have too much on the total yet. I think six is a pretty good number. We'll see what goes from there. But I, listen, this is going to be a fantastic series. Like I said, two-time defending champions against the team that's been really the best all season. So it should be a terrific series. And the action has will be pretty good. It hasn't really come in that much on game two yet, but I expect it will be. And I know because you mentioned the total in game one ultimately going over, do you expect now because of exactly your thought process on Andre Vasilevsky that maybe moving forward we do get a, a few more games that trend toward the under because they become more familiar with each other. Andre Vasilevsky gets a little bit tighter perhaps? Yeah, I, I would think so. I, you know, I, I really kind of like this game under. I, I think you're probably getting half a goal more than you're entitled to. I think probably five and a half with some juice to the over would probably be the, the right number. But we're at six. We're in the market. And uh, right now, two-way action, but not a whole lot of action either way in the total. But, but I think under is probably the play. Like I said, I think you're getting probably half a goal more than you're entitled to. So I, I think the under is going to be the play. I think they come out. I think certainly uh, the Lightning is going to play it real tight. And, uh, you know, the Avalanche, listen, anybody's going to have trouble scoring against Vasilevsky. He just gave up a couple bad goals early in that last game. I don't expect that to happen again. I mean, the team's too good. He's too good. Uh, this will be a tight game. I'm looking probably 3-2 one way or the other. I'm with you there. That's the thought process I have as well. And hopefully we do get a long series here between these two contenders. Uh, as I mentioned off at the top, College World Series underway from Omaha. And in just about an hour, Notre Dame's about to go head-to-head -head with Texas. You've got the preseason favorite and kind of the darling of the College World Series after what they yeah. did to Tennessee last round. Uh, where, where are people betting this so far? And what's just your general thoughts on how things might play out? Well, we opened 35. We haven't moved it. We got a nice two-way action both ways. Uh, run line, I don't think we moved a run line either. We opened that at uh, 
Notre Dame plus a run and a half, minus 165. Yeah, I'm looking. We have not budged on that either. You know, we're getting nice action, but nothing really worth moving yet. Total hasn't moved yet either. So we got some play on it. Uh, we're, we're kind of rooting against you a little bit in this first game, kid. I need A&M, but I don't think we're going to get there. Uh, but we'll see. I think it's going to be a good game tonight with Notre Dame and Texas. Two pretty good. They listen. They're all good teams at this point, you know. So I think this will be a pretty good game. But so far, no action really to move any numbers. But nice two-way action all the way around. Well, hey, you were rooting against me last week when I had Tennessee I run line, and you ended up doing yeah. just fine with that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, nothing personal, Stormy. You know that kids. It's just it's all business. That's all. Sometimes it'd be like that. Just real quickly, uh, with regards to who might win it all, where are you taking the most money? Uh, you know, oh God, let me check this. We, who did I pick a big, I took a pretty big bet, I think on, te- yeah, on Texas. Okay. Yeah. Somebody bet me Texas. So I got to knock them out. That's really our only, uh, you know, major liability. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one I got to beat. Right. Chris, one day we'll be on the same page, man. Just come on. We'll get there, kid. We'll get there. We will. We will. I promise. I promise. Appreciate the time as always. You're the man. We'll see you again next week. Okay. All right. You guys turn me. See you later. Bye-bye. That's Chris Andrews, one of the best over there at the South Point Sportsbook. Always appreciate his time. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, we will get back to some Stanley Cup final talk. Excited to have DraftKings betting and fantasy analyst Jeff Ulrich on the program. Get his best plays for game two and where there might be value for him, in his opinion, to buy in on the series price as well and my official bets for tomorrow. Don't go anywhere. Plenty more My Guys in the Desert coming up as we wrap things up. This is VSIN V Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of guard that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. Put some cash in your pockets with the Wrangler Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler and compete for your share of $10,000 in prizes. Wrangler, the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com 
for details. Wrapping things up here on the program, Stormy Bond and Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Time for my power plays, my favorite bets in tomorrow's NHL Stanley Cup final game six between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Colorado Avalanche. And as we discussed a little bit with both Adam Burke and Chris Andrews earlier on the program, I'm targeting the under in this game, six goals at minus 110. And for a lot of the reasons that we discussed with Andre Vasilevsky finally settling in. He has been so much better games two through seven in the respective series so far this postseason than he has in game ones where he's allowed just shy of four goals per game. I think he tightens up, gets more accustomed to what the Colorado Avalanche were doing and that the, the defensemen ahead of him do the same. I'm also targeting Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. We won this prop in game one, going back to it. He's had five or more shots on net in four straight games, gone over in 10 of the 15 games he's played so far in these playoffs. And as a team, the Avs are putting 38 shots on net in game one and 40 per this postseason. McKinnon, their star, obviously a huge part of that. And if the Avs are going to have success in this series, although maybe I hope that they don't because I might also get in on Tampa Bay here, it feels like they're just going to have to continue to get pucks on net and challenge on Andre Vasilevsky also very interested in the save numbers props for him. They're not out and available just yet, but even with him allowing four goals in game one, had 34 saves. So I think it's a good bet to target his over with the amount of shots on net that we perceive to get. Welcome in Jeff Ulrich, betting and fantasy analyst over at DraftKings, does a great job covering a number of sports, but has been very dialed into the NHL postseason at the <laughs> Fantasy Grind on Twitter. What's going on, Jeff? Not too much. Thanks for having me back on a, on a nice little Friday. Yes, we love our Friday. What's going but, on? <laughs> um, just getting really excited, honestly, for game two coming up tomorrow. Obviously, Colorado gets the game one win. They have the edge in the series and the adjusted series price an even bigger favorite than they were coming into this one. But what's your feel for how game two might play out coming up tomorrow night? Yeah, um, you know, obviously, if people remember me talking, I mean, I, I've been pretty big on the abs for this series, like like Tampa to come back against the Rangers. But I have been I've been saying, you know, I, I think that the bet before the series was to take the abs to finish it in six or less and maybe even look at the the five, you know, the, the minus two and a half. And I'm going to stick with with it. I, I really think that game one, you know, it maybe it didn't go. It, it wasn't like an easy win. But I think that the way the abs won is, is actually going to help them going on in this series. You know, being able to come back from adversity and just beat like a team that just it really usually wins those games. I think that's going to help them. I think that the fact they got out to two goals, too. And I think it was just rust, really. And maybe a little bit of like, you know, clutching the sticks too much that they gave up that two goal lead. And I think you might see uh, an Avs team just with a little bit less pressure. And when they get up this time, it it, it doesn't that the goals don't stop necessarily. So I like the Avs tonight. I like going over on the Avs, 3.5 goals. I like the Avs for the series still. You can still get them at minus 1.5 for the series at minus 145. So, again, the Avs in six or less is still out there at minus 145. That's my preferred bet for this series right now. All over Colorado, belief that the preseason gonna favorites. stick with it. Yeah, yep. belief that the preseason favorites are going to get it done here when all is said and done. What's your thought process? Uh, and maybe you don't think this way at all. Um I'm curious about Tampa and just the way that they've had to play in the postseason the last two years coming into year three of just the grind of a long regular season and essentially now a complete extra season that they have played in the last three postseasons to get to this point that maybe throughout the course of a long series that they start to get a little bit drained. Um, I'm not sure if mentally they will be drained because we know how challenging it is to get to this point and they have the history and experience on their side, but physically how taxing that might be. 
I, I, that's part of the reason why I just I, I can't talk myself out of the abs. Usually I, I try to when it when it becomes like favorites like this, but um, you know this is just a, a team with the Avalanche. I just feel like you know we get them sometimes. It's just a team that's so much better than everyone else, and they just kind of do what they're supposed to do. And it's you don't get really good odds on them, but if you just keep betting them, like they're probably going to pay off for you, even when you're getting the shorter odds. So, and I think that part of that is that Tampa, you know, I, I mean, three peating in these this day and age is so tough to begin with. I mean, it's an amazing accomplishment what this Tampa Bay team has done. But, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier, like this really harkens back to me to the mid '80s when the, the, the young upstart Oilers got the the Islanders and were on like their fifth Stanley Cup run. Obviously, we're talking about different eras, but. The, the Oilers kind of came in and just jettisoned the Islanders who played a ton of hockey the last five years. And it just kind of feels like we might get a similar series here. So I definitely think that's part of it um, for me. Um, you know, the, the Tampa Bay, basically, like the, like you said, it's almost like an extra season for them at this point. And um, it's definitely part of the reason why I'm just, you know, going to stick and, and still be pretty confident with the Avalanche right now. I certainly understand the Avs love for the series. I have no idea the way that this thing might play out. I am still just a little bit surprised how invested you are in Colorado tomorrow though for game two that you don't think that the bounce back is going to be there for Tampa you like them puck line you like the over on their goals you like Nathan McKinnon yeah. to score a goal even I saw here as a prop that you're targeting first off why do you like Nathan there specifically to get on the board on the score sheet um, but yeah, yeah just clearly you're you're very in love with the abs tomorrow which surprised me a little bit I gotta say yeah, I mean, part of it, I think I think people are just so used to Tampa Bay bouncing back in this spot. And again, like, I, I just like that the way that game one went for the Avs. I think that if Darcy Kemper was a little bit sharper, too. And I think that's another part of it, playing the puck line. Like, everyone's expecting Vasilevsky to bounce back. But, you know, if you look at Vasilevsky in this playoffs, he has been up or down. He hasn't been as good on the road. Kemper has still stolen some games for the Avs. Like, he really has been a little bit streaky, but he's kind of given them that higher upside in the net, what they, which is kind of what they wanted when they brought him in. I expect Kemper to be better in game two, too. There's nerves for him. Um, and then to, the Nathan McKinnon thing. I mean, you mentioned it off the top there when you're talking. He's getting his shot through. Like, the, the biggest, one of the biggest things I was watching for in game one was how, like, the Avs top line. They, they really didn't do, had to do that much in the last couple series. They were pretty dominant. Um, they were pretty dominant, and Nathan McKinnon was pretty dominant. And I think that that's going to shine through in, in more goals for McKinnon eventually. Again, five shots on net against Tampa in game one. The Avs had 38 shots on net. I think Tampa will get some more shots through too. Um, but I, I, I definitely like McKinnon in the spot. The fact you're still getting plus money on him. I want to take advantage of that, especially when they're at home. And, and the Avs had that uh, last shift uh, advantage. Yeah, I will be interested to see what Darcy Kemper's save numbers are as well because it was an uncharacteristic performance from Tampa in terms of shots on goal. So maybe they get a few more yep. on as well, which opens up the door for Darcy Kemper. Uh, here with Jeff Ulrich, betting and fantasy analyst over at DraftKings. Let's turn the page to the U.S. Open, which is ongoing right now. Anything that you have been sweating out or interest in getting in live at the Country Club in Brookline? Yeah, so uh, this is uh, this week is turning into a big write-off for me. My, I've been sweating <laughs> my guys like making the cut. So, um, but there there is some there's some opportunity here. And one guy I am going to try and rectify things with this weekend is going to be Sam Burns. Um, the last time I checked, he was plus fourteen hundred uh, to get in live. I'm really regret. He's actually plus sixteen hundred. Looks like Rom has moved to to minus four. So the odds on Burns has been coming down a little bit. But Sam Burns, a guy who's plus three thousand, really really regretting not getting a piece of him before. Um, this is a player who, like three weeks ago, stared down the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler at Colonial. He is absolutely, I think, has a low round in him this week. He can get lightning hot with the putter. Um, he's got the ball striking to compete, um, you know, at a U.S. Open course. So Sam Burns, a guy, if you're looking to get in, if you haven't got that much action yet, or if your guys are just flailing like mine are, 
I think plus 1,400 is very fair for him right now. And uh, a player I will not be shocked to see go low this weekend. You want a bit more of a long shot? Patrick Rogers is a guy who's started to really put his game together a little bit. He's most looked the most confident uh, I've seen him over the last couple weeks. He's 40 to one. He might even be like 50 to one now. Um, it's a bit of a long shot, but that, this he's one of the top putters on the tour. And if his putter gets hot on the weekend, anything can happen. So a couple guys I'd be looking to uh, to get in live there, liking the odds uh, kind of dropping on both those guys right now. Yeah, good stuff. And this course is so fickle with the small greens that roll fast. You never know what you're going to get. But just to add on to your Sam Burns bet there, five of the last six U.S. Open winners won their first career major at the event. Sam Burns, somebody yep. who's top five in the FedEx Cup standings, meets that mold. So uh, an interesting one there. Uh, Jeff, before we let you go real quickly, I understand there are some NFL futures that you got in early. What do you have for us? Yeah, a, a couple ones that stick out on the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. And look, like we're really not that far away from the NFL. So start start getting these down. Some of these might be bet down in a couple weeks. Justin Jefferson is a guy I'm really big on for next year. He's got a, a Sean McVay disciple as his head coach. And you can make fun of all that you know, talk you want. But, you know, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, um, like these guys are, are all kind of benefiting from guys who fell off the Sean McVay coaching tree. So Justin Jefferson going to be in a similar situation next year. Offensive player of the year has turned into kind of a reward that goes to the top wide receiver, goes to the top running back. Right now, you can get Justin Jefferson at plus 2,500 in that award. I love that. You've got Cooper Cup as a direct favorite. Jeff Justin Jefferson was kind of like second or third to Cup in most major receiving categories next year. Now he's got an, a more offensive-minded head coach. You know, Adam Thielen, a year older, he gets injured a lot anyways. I think Justin Jefferson is in for a big year, and I love that number on him right now in Offensive Player of the Year. I expect that to go down in the next month or two. Really good stuff. Appreciate the time, as always. That's Jeff Ulrich over at DraftKings. Does great work for them, and especially looking at that odds boards. Christian McCaffrey, 16-1. to 1. You know he's going to get hurt. Can't bet that. That's a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. Happy Father's Day weekend, and enjoy Stanley Cup Final Game 2 coming up tomorrow night. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.